Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Oh, hey. Hi. Hello. Shabanger. Look at Paperwork Hello. McGee over there. Look at him. He's doing paperwork while we're podcasting. Yes. I know. Yeah, I'm he's actually doing, he's doing, he's doing paperwork. business cat stuff. He's doing, he's important CEO over there. I had to send some stuff off right now as well. You know, yippee skippy. Oh, I got something to do too. Hang on. Let me figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're just going to text this yeah. show. I, I, yeah, I got a thing. I got a thing with another thing and a thing. Uh, Jay Jared, I hear another voice breathing into the microphone. Who is that over there? Uh, that is my dad. That is my dad. No way. Hello, father. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> We've got Papa Taylor on the show? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. I only came to watch. And now he's knee deep. You know how many times I've said that in my life? <laughs> oh, I know. You, you know how many times I've said that in my life, Mr. Taylor? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I only came to watch. I only <laughs> came to watch. Um... Welcome, I've Papa Taylor. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's nice to have you on the ones and twos here. Uh, we'll walk you through this this whole thing. Uh, amazingly, people pay for this sh- this show to be on the air, so we got some sponsors to get to. Uh, maybe you should give your dad some of this first sponsor, some Strike Force Energy. I'm, hey, no shit, uh, Ross. I'm literally, and it's not like, look, Jared. What am I doing right now? Oh, he's pouring Strike Force into a cup. I'm pouring it into a cup. Yeah. I need to get. I got a lot yeah. to do today, so it's gonna pick me up. Yeah, if you need a little pick me up at home, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, look, kids, you, it's time to kick the can. You need to ditch the can, get rid of it. You don't need it anymore. Uh, do you know you Strike can actually Force Energy? You can stir your uh, your cup with the the tin thing because it, it maintains its rigidity. So that's actually what I'm doing. Just so it's a little cheap. I know. A life hack right there. How how long did you uh, retain your rigidity growing up? Uh, you know, Jared's, yeah, Jared's father's here, so you can ask him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he only came to watch. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Where they don't watch, they do. Uh, it, it goes in waters, uh, liquors, beers, you name it. It is the kick you need. It's better than five-hour energy. It's better than Red Bull, all that bullshit. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire of the world. And they get a subscription of the month club, which is a fun thing. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I got it. We've all got it on the show. Uh, next up, we got GhostBed.com. Big, big fan. Uh, I've been sleeping like a fucking tired lumberjack on this bed. Is that a joke? It's one about, of my favorites. Is that a joke about your new movie? No. I, you know what? what? We'll get to that story coming up. I actually, I, I have my own breaking news coming up about that, oh. uh, which is pretty funny. Oh. Yeah. And it, and it ties into, ironically, everything we've been talking about over the last year on the show. Um but Ghostbed, uh, Ghostbeds. Well, look, we got some mattresses from them. You can you can make love on them, or you can just fuck on them. Uh, either one, you're you're good to go. On, you, you on know, the you ghost can bed. you can do both. Actually, if you cycle through lovemaking and fucking, it makes for a more pleasurable experience. It really does. Like a real really hard does. ass slap uh, and then a kiss, a sensual kiss. Oh, like it's confusing. Wow. You know? Yeah, to them. Yeah, to them. Yeah, but you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's you're just breaking them down psychologically to make them need you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Your son is a sociopath, so. <laughs> uh, go to ghostbed.com for for a sleep so good. 
Uh, you feel like you're sleeping on nothing. It feels like a ghost. Um, type in the go, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You get $50 off a bed. Uh, they're giving five free mattresses away this month to uh, uh, veterans and, and active uh, military. They're doing good shit at Ghost Bed. And they're, they're dude, by the way, their pillows are the, the goddamn greatest things on the face I, of the earth, too. I love those pillows. I want to know what fucking uh, scent they put in there because it is, I just smell my pillow. I know. You know? I know. Big fan. Big fan. I don't fan. bite the uh, next pillow. Up we I got smell re- it. Don't get that mixed up. Well, well, Matt, you could have done both. We, ne- we You never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, next, next up, we got Ready Man. Uh, Evan Hafer wants to tell us about Ooh, it. Ready Man. So, if you want to master the art of self reliance, head on over to ReadyMan.com. Uh, they've got all kinds of really cool survival gadgetry. I can't really say that I don't know the owner because I do know Jeff. He's a uh, fantastic guy, 27-year Green Beret and uh, survival expert. So head on over there. Take 20% off with drinking or drinking bros. Booyah. To the point. I like that. Boom. I like it. Uh, next up, we got straightrazors.com. Big, big fave. Big, big fave. Uh, look, kids, it's like sh- it's like shaving in Tombstone. It's it's just a classy kit. Uh, their shaving cream is ranked number one in the world. Their cologne is ranked number in the world. Their aftershave at number one in the world. This is the this is one of the, the dopest shit that I use every single day. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Get yourself a kit. Get yourself an old school straight razor kit. Uh, and get loose. Type in the promo code DRINK20. Uh, that's DRINK20. And uh, you, you're going to get 20% off a, do- a dope-ass kit. Uh, big fan. Big fan of Straight Razor. Uh, next up, we got WarfighterTobacco.com. So, uh, look, if you know, real men don't smoke cigars. They do smoke cigars. They don't smoke hookahs. Uh, <laughs> and they don't vape. Go to warfightertobacco.com. Get some of the finest hand-rolled cigars on the planet uh, straight from the, the, the DR to your mouth hole. We actually have some Black Rifle uh, uh, people vaping in the parking lot right now. I need to... You're just they, watching I'm them just, right I'm, now. I'm just... Need to go uh, hand them cigars. Nothing, It'd be manly to yeah, have like a not, lunchtime cigar if someone did that. Like, wow, you're, you're pretty badass. There's, there's nothing worse than watching somebody vape in a parking lot. <laughs> you're just like, uh, <laughs> Gross. Gross. Go to warfightertobacco.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 10% off of everything. They got some humidors, some dope ass t shirts. Uh, next up, Matt Best. We got battlebox.com. Battlebox, yes, we do. It's just a it's a monthly subscription to a box of fucking delicious goodies. Well, not they're delicious, but I, I like knives. I call knives delicious. They got a bunch of man stuff in there. Uh, I, I'm not going to order one for like another month because I've been stealing all of Logan's that he gets, but you know. Uh, if you head over there to battlebox.com, there is no E on that battle, by the way. No There's e. no E in the battlebox.com, and the, the, the promo code is uh, F H R I T P. That's the promo code. Fuck her right in the pussy. Um, that's no <laughs> joke. It's F H R I T P. That is their promo code. But seriously, check uh, them out. They, believe- do, they do different stuff every month, so you don't know what you're going to get, and you can have different subscriptions if you want the knife one, if you want the box. It's survival. It's pretty fucking sweet, so uh, check out their website. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where it's, it's kind of like Carnivore Club. It's just dope-ass shit every month in a box. I love it. One day I'm going to uh, be last solely least, reliant on, on subscription-based products where every like month, everything I need for that month shows up at my doorstep one day. I'm getting close. You're getting close? I'm getting close. Now that I, now that I have Black Rifle Coffee every month, like that, that's, that's off the checklist. 
the shave shave shits off the checklist. Like, dude, I'm slowly, little by little, just I, I really am going to subscriptions only. Uh, last but not least, Evan Hafer, we got Black Rifle Coffee. Black, Black Rifle, Rifle Coffee, Coffee is, is oh you. <laughs> All right, so hey, you know the big thing is, guys, you've got a bunch of uh, I don't know. I guess you got tactical coffee coming out. So. We're the first. We're the first ones here. We are coffee roasters, so we are Specialty Coffee Association certified on how to roast coffee. We are the subject matter experts in the field to include sending that beautiful fat bottom girl down to Costa Rica, Jared Taylor, as of last uh, last week. So you've got a certified former Green Beret. Well, two of them, actually. We've got three coffee roasters here in the building. We're sending Edwin, our uh, our master roaster, to what's called the Q course. So yeah, there's so only a handful of these guys in the world. Um, the big thing is, if you want a premium roast to order coffee company, you got to go to Black Rifle Coffee. Get on that membership, dogs. You know, coffee or G- die. Yeah, G- it's worth it. G- it's, it's worth, worth it. G- and we have some. Uh, we have Papa some, Taylor, some nice uh, premium yeah. stuff coming out soon. So. Yeah, we've got a lot of good things in the in the queue, the qui, whatever right, you want to well, call it. Back to Ross. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's fine. Pop it, Taylor. How do you like the the Black Rifle Coffee offices? Oh, it's gorgeous. They've done a really good job here. Yeah. I think I, your son, your, your, son, your son's got a huge office. Is that crazy for you? Uh, he's uh, decorated a really nice too, and it's all picked up. <laughs> My office yeah, is never dirty. It's, it's, dude, you are, I tell you, your son, if he ever goes out of the coffee business or whatever we've been doing, he would be a fantastic interior designer. Like, I want to hire him for my, yeah, my downstairs. Nice. It is. It's always like, it's a, it's a, it's dress a nice right dress. It's what, clean. Hey, You're it's, good. It's all about What flow. was he like growing up as a child? What was, what, what was, he, was he a clean kid growing up? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, and then he, like, he's one of these, like, like your wife, you know, where, where the living room's got to be rearranged every three months. <laughs> He'd rearrange his bedroom and, you know, then everything would just be perfectly in, in order and in, in the right corner and shoes all stacked up straight. <laughs> Are you, so that, that, that is that a Jared Taylor thing when he was a kid where he had a, it'd be perfect and then he'd be like, no, 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 no. The sofa needs to be that way. The TV. Yeah. On the, I oh. need change. Every, th- every three to six months, it'd, uh, it'd have to be changed around. So and funny. I need change. Ah, it could be better. <laughs> Which is good, right? That's where he's at. He's always doing, looking. No, no. It's just future. cool to see the quirks that he has as an adult. They're efficiency. Is that, I don't know if that's efficiency. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I, I don't like things the same for a long time. You, he literally rearranged this today. This is not how the podcast Oh, was. I was in here and when he was doing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just asked me, do you like to set up better? I was like, it is better. So cool. Yeah, what do you think, Evan? Do you like us facing yeah, this way? Yeah, I, I feel like we're yeah. more, and plus, when we, when we gear up for going live, we have a little bit more space to get the camera on all of us. Look at that. But our new tables will come soon. And once we get our new tables, then it's on. Then we're yeah, gonna, once we we're get the look, new tables. It's actually, the new measurements of the tables will bring you guys in closer because we're taking about eight inches off that. So you guys will come. It'll be tighter. So we, let's start Daddy, Daddy's Little Fatty Home Decor. Oh, Jesus. That, right. that can be, <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired of a, a ditzy blonde girl not knowing how to fix your shit and just shopping at home? <laughs> yeah. Hire Jared Taylor. Man cave. I'll build your man caves. Yeah. yeah. You just wrap every single yeah, the wall. Yeah, man, the man cave designer. That, 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 that could be a show on like that, the, the fucking house network. HD, HDTV. <laughs> yeah, they better oh, have yeah. deep right pockets, hand, too. Yeah. 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 
I would yeah. love to spend other people's the, money to decorate yeah. their rooms. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. The you ultimate. Would, just call it the ultimate man cave. You would be hyper premium because you don't like to like with that kind of stuff. You never settle for budget. You're like, no, 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 no. I need the yeah. nine thousand dollars. You're like, one. you went over budget. Yeah, but I paid for that myself. But why? <laughs> because it, it looks good. Look at it. <laughs> because would, it looks good. Do <laughs> He's done that with Black Rifle plenty of times. Like, hey, we 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 shouldn't spend the money to get that wrapped. Oh, I just paid for it from out of my pocket. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this podcast setup, you know, you've invested yeah. a lot in in this fancy oh, yeah. little machine. This, is, He's this got right going here, on here is this is my pride and joy. Are this you is pointing like, at your dad. No, this right here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This, thing, I, this I mean, thing over here, many, this thing's my proud how, joy. How many phases have we gone through with pod, with with our recording gear, and now we're here. We're, we're here. here. And you bought us all new headphones today, so they're like super nice. Oh, seriously? Yeah, you yeah. got wow. the fucking premium headphones. God, I was just getting ready to buy Richard Ryan's stuff. I'm glad that you we didn't do that. Well, Richard Ryan's stuff is different. He has his system is for film, like, and it's a it's a, a remote controlled system where you can change uh, cameras by the push of a button. So it's still really I nice. Like I that. saw Ross doing that on his little podcast, the Ross Revolution over there. Uh, oh, yeah, Ross Patterson Revolution. What, what switching camera angles and yeah, all that stuff? Yeah, I saw uh, you had three camera angles, a side profile on you, straight profile on that, and then a uh, straight on Jesse, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Do you have yeah. someone operating yeah, that, or, was, are you, uh, or are you doing it? Are you doing audible changing? I do, I do. I, I, I've got somebody operating it. Uh, we got four cameras in there. Oh, four. Um, Damn. For four different angles, and then uh, yeah, I bought, bought some fancy equipment. Um, I, but I shoot on like a soundstage. Uh, Wilmington's a big film town, so I, sh- I shoot on soundstage. Uh, I hired a, a, a producer and uh, to switch camera angles and go, when you go live, and uh, it's a nice thing. Well, not all of it's us a nice are fa- thing we got not all of us are fancy Hollywood directors. You know, we have to be at a work in an office, so we we just. We just set it up ghetto style. You know? We'll get it. We'll get it. I mean, I, I got to get the first step is getting the desk built to get our to get our positions finalized, and then I'll get our chairs. So we've got all nice chairs, and then from there we'll start setting up this the video stuff, and we'll go. I'm telling you, home de- home decor, Jared. <laughs> that's your that's your lost calling. Home decor. Do you have any weird stories uh, about home- Jared when he was a kid? Like, yeah. What, what was the what was his eating habits like as a child? Uh, about like they are now. Just and whatever, they, and, uh, <laughs> and and you know if you've ever eaten with them, can you keep up with them? That was my question. <laughs> yes, okay, she's so always eating that. Always that way. Oh. I thought the military did that because we always say how food is an obstacle to Jared Taylor. You know, yeah. that's Evan's greatest saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is not like let me enjoy this steak of the salmon steak. Let me charge through it as fast as possible to get back to my home home designing, my decor designing. Yeah, all and, food is equal. <laughs> all food is equal. Yeah. It's, it's food. an equal hindrance to whatever he's got going on. It's I got like, to have two dinners last night. Oh, uh, I know that that second dinner. Two looked way dinners. Better, though. Yeah, it was thing was beautiful. Steak and lobster and or and giant and king crab legs. Oh. My dad, man. I didn't get an invite. I felt a little. I got the picture. I didn't get an invite. Oh, oh wow. Well, I, I didn't either. Was, you don't feel bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How long are you in town for, Papa Taylor? We're in here for uh, ten days. Woo. Whoa. What are you guys doing in Salt Lake? Uh, right now, just visiting Black Rifle Coffee. 
got four grandkids That's here because the other ones flew out from uh, Washington State. So Jared's sister flew in with her kids. So are they all at your house? We're, we're gonna yeah. yeah. Oh, holy got, shit! Yeah. That's a full house. We got yeah. four kids under what five four? Yeah. God, <laughs> that, is, wow. that is insane. Do you yeah, but there's different levels. You know, you know, the Black Rifle Coffee has like another empty house. It's that's like twice the size <laughs> yeah. of that one, right? Yeah. He, I told him that. I was like, hey, they can stay at the other house. And George's like, nah, fuck them. What you just said yesterday. <laughs> Unicorn Ranch. weird. Hey, they got a ghost bed. They're living there. They're, they're, oh. they're sleeping high quality. Are your parents sleeping on the ghost uh, bed? Yeah. Oh, are they, well, are we they did s- last night. Are they sleeping uh, on the ghost bed? Jared's mom wanted to try that ghost bed out last night. And she, she uh, yeah, this morning she said she really liked it. Does, does Jared have a brother on the way then? Yeah. <laughs> the ghost bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Magical. Do you imagine a, a 31-year-old gap between that my brothers? That would be brothers? awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. That got taken care of about 29 years ago. Oh. <laughs> after he came out. Oh, did she get it snipped? I never wanted another. Another child after Aaron and Jared. <laughs> did you, uh, did, hey, Bob, Papa Taylor, did you get a, a vasectomy? I did. Man, my, our agent, <laughs> Matt, Matt and I's literary agent just got one. Um, he, he had a horror story about it. Oh, he no. had a horror story oh, about it. No. Yeah, he's, he said he could feel it. He was like, look, I was awake and I was at like, like the richest doctor on the planet. And he goes, then I had to ice my balls down for like two days. Um, is that true? Yeah, it is. But I, I don't. Holy I, I didn't shit. have much pain there. I mean, it just felt like when they'd pull on that Ugh. thing, like they were pulling on the back of my eyeball. Oh, man. oh my god! Oh. Oh. I'm but pulling it, out the rest it, of my oh, life. I, I just shivered. It was a quick snip, and then they brought the old cauterizer out and singed it off, and this put a bag of pe- <laughs> sent you home with a bag of peas on your <laughs> on your package. Jesus fuck! Oh. On your wings. On your wings. Uh, I love it. Oh man! Uh, holy shit! I'm just—it's pulling on the back of your eyeball. It's <laughs> still should, resonating with me. That's—that's that's what we should still that, resonating that, with that's, me. That's actually a campaign we should we should start. It's just called "You Should Get a Vasectomy." When you somebody's so vac- fucked up and they don't want—we don't want to see them procreate. Just like you should get a vasectomy, bro. Like right. just you know, let's yeah. let's take care of humanity. Well, it's, no, it's called vasectomies for human for a better society. Yeah, that or something. It's like. <laughs> Your 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 dad didn't pull out, so you need a vasectomy kind of thing, you yeah, know? Because yeah. it would have been great if they didn't even exist. Oh. Like you should have been a baby shower on your mother's face, you know? <laughs> That's, <scary. laughs> That's like aggressive. That. <laughs> you should have ended up in your mom's hair. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Is that hair gel. <laughs> God, I like that. Just very creative ways of the, the way you should have ended up on your mother, yeah, rather than yeah. being a, a fertile egg. <laughs> yeah, you should have. You should have. Oh, that's fucking hilarious! You should have been a tickle um, cum because that's when they're about to come, and then you, you, and then the woman tickles you, and you, and then you pull out and just you don't know where. It I've goes. never had that happen to me. A tickle cum? Oh no! <laughs> no one's ever gave me a tickle. You never had a tickle cum? No. I'm, I'm text your wife to give you, know, you a good old you know tickle cum. Best no, is when you. your buddy comes up behind you and tickles you, and you're about to. It's called the buddy tickle cum. It's called the, the buddy it's called assistant. It's, it's called a BTC. When Jared, when Jared steps out of the closet yeah. and tickles you. <laughs> oh, and then he just walks back in the closet. No, <laughs> he likes it better when I just peek out of the closet and go, yeah. Just a, a quick, just give me a quick, <laughs> I just like to know that he's there. Yeah, you know? he he knows that he knows that he's performing it's for not somebody. Weird. He knows that he's performing for somebody. Yeah. See that that is the ultimate prank. If you do something like that and to sell it to your wife, like you and your wife are having sex, and then you you plan it with Jared, where Jared just walks by, like, "Hey, dude, you guys high five, and then he just walks out of the room, and she's been married to you for how long? Be like, are you, what the fuck was that? Be like, Four. oh, it's just Jared. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, that Jared. was Jared. He was using he was using our toilet. Yeah, he was just using the toilet. What's yeah. wrong? He. <laughs> She would off. get mad at me. She would get mad at me for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jared, Jared and my wife have a have a super tenuous relationship anyway. It's so. like I'm always hanging on a thread. Yeah, it, your it's wife a, and I get along well. I like her. Yeah, because you're normal. You're oh. a normal person. Whereas, like, Jared will he treats my wife sometimes like a lizard. You know, <laughs> so he's like, "Why is that lizard talking? Do you need some lettuce, lizard?" And my wife would be like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, no, he, they've they've actually come a wrong, long way. We've so. rekindled, yeah, because Jared and I had so many things that we needed to to, to cover when he was in town that we were like, and it was, it was always like, super tiny we had, like, schedules, eight hours, yeah. right? You know, so it's right. like just a fucking machine gun for you know a day or two while he's here. Now that we live here, we're like, yeah, we can I'll relax. talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, right. I'll talk to him tomorrow. Let's fucking hang out and let's be right. normal people. So my wife's like, no, it was it was really interesting because she used to. I wouldn't say hate him, but she used to hate when Jared would come to town, right? Because she's like, oh, God, I'm never going to see you for three days. Who uh, knows where you're going to be going? Yeah, who knows like, where you're who yeah, knows yeah, hold on. You guys had, like, weird trips, though, because he would be like, I'm going to Salt Lake, and then all of a sudden it'd be, like, at Park City, like, doing something super random, like, checking out a lumber farm. And I'm like, I, I didn't know that was the plan. Yeah, like, we'd for... go antique shopping. Yeah. yeah you know, go and yeah. look for duck eggs. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, duck egging. And, you ever uh, done that? Dean. Uh, yeah, ducking. Yeah, yeah, yeah ducking. Yeah. So, but since he's moved here, she's like, he's he's actually a really cool dude. So she's she's coming like, around. She, no, she turned the corner. Uh, she turned the corner a month ago or two months ago. When was that? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. When came over? Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving. She's like, oh, okay. He's a really cool dude. I I I guess you know. And then I explained to her. It's like, hey. We had short windows, and I tried to explain yeah, this to we her never, like multiple we times. We never had a trip like, longer than two days over yeah. the fucking first two years we yeah, knew each other. Yeah, yeah so, but you do treat people like lizards, like right off the bat. Takes well, you a while. What, it takes you. You gave no, you gave Noelle a hug the other day, and when you saw her, and I was super weirded out because like Jared just showed some form of compassion to a significant other. What was that? I don't remember <laughs> that. I don't remember that. I blacked out. It was a, it was a nice side hug, and I was yeah. like, look at that yeah. friendship. That'll, that'll happen when he gets too many nitrates. Like so, uh, when he's when he's on like a four hundred percent hot dog intake, he starts getting emotional. Get emotional. It's the nitrate. It's like it's not I'm emotion. like a great white shark when yeah. I when I over engorge myself. I get yeah. I, 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 belly I up. A, I have a higher sexual tendency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. You're not allowed to hug Noel ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't know that. Like great white sharks, like they get horny if they get fat. God, that's <laughs> yeah, there's a show. There's I've a show. Seen it. I didn't know they get yeah, horny. Where they, where they eat, they eat all the they eat they eat this whale. Like they, oh, there's a whale. Yeah, the whale. And then they all get fat and big boners, and they're just like floating around like shark boner. <laughs> it's like oysters. It's an aphrodisiac for great white sharks. Yeah. I want to yeah, come back just, as a great white. I think. Yeah. A, I mean, I want to gorge. I would rather no, no, with I, a fucking huge no. erection and just hang out. <laughs> You know what? I think we would make one of the best orca pods of all time oh, if it was yeah. all five of us. Oh, oh god. god! Like we would flip the seals and just play with them before oh, we my ate god. them. We would That's, be mean. You know what? We gotta Asshole start being better orcas. people because so if because what if animal we can we come pick what come back as orcas, dude, that'd game be over. Yes, sick. it would. It would. Be sick. And we wouldn't be like shitty fucking Pacific Northwest orcas. No. We'd go to the Bahamas. Yeah. And people would be like, why are these orcas down here? I, like, I don't think they can live down there. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little warm. We are orcas. We are tad warm. We are orcas. Ask your dad, did you guys ever hit an orca in a submarine? <laughs> Not that I know of. What's, yeah, let's get a good submarine, yeah, he, a he, submarine story. So, so if you guys don't yeah, know, yeah, Jared Taylor's father was a submariner for how long? 
Yeah, I was in the submarines 23 years, and I uh, got commissioned, went over to the... Uh, so was my grandfather. Surf, ...surface fleet after that. <laughs> oh, damn. I didn't know 23 years. That's a, that's that's a, a long submarine. That's a long time. Yeah, most of it was on a submarine. What Jared, was, Jared's dad was like the uh, the the Cold War... It was like on the, on the front, on the front <laughs> lines of the, the undersea Cold War. That was pretty uh, pretty cool, actually. I've only read a couple books on it, so I think it's pretty cool. R- really? When, when were you were you when were you in? Eighty to when I get out there, two thousand and eight. Eight, yeah. Oh damn, yeah. that's recent. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I got I got damn, out. That's, yeah, it's like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? That's didn't, crazy. Didn't you guys? Didn't you guys grab a fishing boat once? Pulling backwards for a long time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. Uh, he's like, he's maybe. over there, like, I ain't telling shit. Yeah. No, only, only, in the, only the newspaper said that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think the actually, I think the Pentagon came out and claimed it. Did yeah. they? Yeah. Why were you just messing with somebody, or was it was no, it like a Chinese? Know. Was it like it was, a Chinese? It was troll an accident. Or? Like, yeah, they had nets out. And, they were trolling uh, the bottom. They were trolling. For bottom fish and oh. they got a big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being on that fishing gear like, oh my god, we caught a fucking what a the Godzilla. Fuck is going on? Godzilla's in the water. <laughs> fucking pulling your boat. That'd be yeah. fucking scary. That is shit. like there is a, a I fishing cut nets, bro. There's a fishing crew out there that thinks they fucking got Godzilla. Yeah. The one that got away. <laughs> the one that oh, wait, got wait, what's away. What's the deepest you've ever been, do you know? Like the deepest you've ever gone? Is that classified? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to maintain problem, operational like, security. I, I want to ask so many fucking questions because well, I think just, it's you, it's, you know it's how to cool navigate this, the questions. You uh, know how to yeah, do it. Yeah, I remember. I'm, not, I'm still contractor for the government. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. All right. We'll I'm play not, it I'm easy. Not, I'm not, I'm not going to ask any questions other than, like, I think... You know, the, there are so many things going on underneath the, the ocean in the 80s. Like, I can't even imagine what, like, what was going on. Like, just the cat and mouse. And obviously, there's, there's a ton of movies out there yeah. that, you know. You can, of, uh, you can talk about when you got scrambled in the early 80s, right? Is that okay? Oh, yeah. They just sent everybody. I mean, yeah. it was just big. Yeah, but. I don't know what, what, because it, you know, came, came across the newswire and everything. That's what got all the wives and everything so worried you know they got these russian submarines steaming down from the north and they scrambled all the all the fast tacks out of all the ports and right damn hey we'll Cold see, War almost we'll, happened we'll find out <laughs> see what's going on i i, I yeah I hey do, do you still follow it do what cold war do you still follow what's going on, like with uh, the, these Russian ships that are that are off the coast of Connecticut right now? Uh, no, I, matter of fact, now that you mentioned, I just seen it on that news feed just a few minutes ago during 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 that uh, their other podcast. That was the first I seen it, so I didn't know they were back into that uh, practice again. Good old <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, what's the what's the what's the law on that? Like it, they they said they were seventy miles off the coast of Connecticut or Delaware. Are, are you allowed to be that close? I didn't think you were. Well, do you have the you have the two different uh, claimants there. You got a two hundred mile that they that they go by, and then they got the twelve mile territorial limits and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's a gray debatable. Area. <laughs> <laughs> <Gray> area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because why can you get that close to the United States? I mean, to me, that seems re- really fucking close. Well, I, th- I think it's 12 miles is the actual territorial limits. 
And so that's, and that was a big thing like in the 70s because uh, I grew up in a small fishing town up in Northern California and you'd have those big Russian fishery ships, you know, that are 400 feet long and they'd, they'd come in close and, you know, that's, that would cause all kinds of stuff because, you know, now they're crawling all our fish off the bottom. Are there different lines for like commercial fishermen and then military specific uh, boats or basically are all lines created around, around nations basically abided by or not abided by? I don't, I have no, well, you know, I don't even look what's going on with the China and the islands that yeah, they're, yeah. they're manufacturing and claiming. And I love that know. plan, by the way. It's <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, shit. We just built this island, yo. Damn, I'm yeah. going to expand this by like 12 miles. Like, and it's ours. That. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. No, there's no rules on this island. Because <laughs> it just like, We just stacked up. a bunch of sand. Look at China's a lot bigger than it was. I think that's badass, dude. <laughs> Manufacture an island. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, like, kind of like we own the moon. I think that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, like, that's a lot of space that we're not using right now, though. Do we technically own space? I think so. Well, I guess the Russians were the first ones there. So yeah, but I mean, they don't do anything with it. Eh, they just kind of float around. And well, drink vodka. Uh, hey, yeah, NASA today they're they're talking to Trump about going back to the moon. Actually, let's do are it. Are they are they going to get Trump in a in a in a spacecraft and Trump Trump's going to do a moon? He's like, no, I'm going to the moon. <laughs> uh, be great. Dude, we could <laughs> do it great. like the first yeah. one in yeah. L.A. Yeah. in a studio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way you still believe that. There's no way you still believe that, right? It's not far-fetched. staged? It's not far-fetched. I have no idea. I I love conspiracy theories. I have no idea. I just think that it's, it's, you know, it's like my National Enquirer to fucking read. Hey, hey, Evan, I heard the best one. I heard the best one for you, and you you might have the answer to this. I listened to uh, Joe Rogan interview Alex Jones from Infowars the other day. I love me some Infowars. That's like that's like I know that's like the National Enquirer meets fucking uh, uh, Breitbart Media. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so Alex Jones goes on there. Joe Rogan now smokes weed live on air, um, <laughs> awesome. which, hey. You can good, now. Yeah, awesome. California. Good, good you, can, yeah. you can in California. So good for him. So he brings on Alex Jones. Uh, Alex Jones is drinking whiskey. And, and about this, this went, this is about a three hour conversation. About 15 minutes in, Alex Jones is sweating. You can tell he's getting, getting loose. They started smoking weed. Uh, then he starts going into the conspiracy theories. One he said that is proof positive is that Obama's parents, mom and dad, were both in the CIA. Uh, is that true? Fuck, I have no idea. Yeah, I what? mean, the, the the biggest the biggest thing is is like you've got all these people that kind of can string together half facts half truths and so when you say like oh Obama's parents were in the CIA like man the, the biggest the biggest thing that people have to realize is that like the CIA is a, a a very small organization and for somebody to really be in the CIA like uh, you know. <clears throat> you've got a couple like 20 30,000 people that actually work there however you've got people that work indirectly for the CIA that probably a lot of them don't even know they work for the CIA to be honest with you so you know if 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 Jakarta or whoever or whatever place that they came from who knows what kind of connections to intelligence there was and and you know of course like you have a direct link between what you know his father was doing in africa and a few different pieces which you know that that's like saying uh 
you know, Jared Taylor worked for the CIA because he knows, you know, Matt and I or something, right? So just because you're kind of circling in policy and or in the same, the same pool same doesn't group. mean that, that, that you're working for the same organization. Uh, you know, to, to be honest with you, it's probably, it, it's probably more accurate that they work for an intelligence mechanism. And who knows if it was the KGB or the CIA or a good analogy South would Africans be like intelligence. Fuck who knows? It'd be like a, an engineer <clears throat> company getting sent out to fix a, bro- fix a broken Rangers striker. And then he says, I worked for, I worked Ray for the Ranger battalion. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, uh, and the other, the hey, wait, wait, Jared. This yeah. this next one pertains to you. The other conspiracy theory. He, I don't want to say debunked, but uh, he said that 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 PizzaGate thing in Washington was true. Um, and Pizzagate, he he yeah. he showed he he showed clips uh, from these underground shows that they had there of like weird bands and stuff like that. Um, and he also said that you know you can go through all the emails. the The code word to get little boys. Uh, and this pedophilia ring was hot dogs. No lie. You're kidding. No. Why are they so trying to ruin hot dogs? I know. I know. You know what's so funny I, is somebody I, somebody brought that up the other day to me. He's like, is this Lord Hot Dog thing all a joke on the Pizzagate? I go, I don't know what you're talking about. I just like hot dogs. That's, that's, yes, that's what it is. So uh, apparently the word uh, hot dogs was used like 76,000 times in these emails and uh, during the, these different conversations back and forth to senators, and they said, are you going to bring the hot dogs tonight? That is Will there be hot dogs served at these parties? That um, and that was, yeah. That's fucking so, wait, if because you, that's a horrible it, code word because you would never use that. Like, no senator is going to ask if there's going to be hot dogs at a party. Unless I'm a senator. Yeah, so, unless Jared's a senator. And then by hot dogs, you mean exactly. blended meats. I want, I want real fucking ballpark franks. Yeah. But the, but that Post was part of Alex Jones's point, yeah. Where he was like, "Look, you know, why why else would you be saying this shit uh, if if it weren't there?" Then he pulled up video, so he pulled up video on the show. Rogan cut it in, cut the video in. So if you go back and watch it on YouTube, he cut in the video of like this weird shit that was going on at that pizza place, and uh, it was pretty crazy. Like I didn't know I didn't know Alex Jones's shit. Do you? I don't uh, know if it's. If it's real or not. Alex Jones is a really interesting character. And it, obviously, InfoWars has is, is grown into a Goliath of a uh, media operation. Huge. And Huge, yeah. You know, they, he makes some really good he makes some really good points. I think he shed light he sheds light on a lot of different issues that people should be very aware of. Um, you know, the conspiracies obviously they happen and there's a direct mistrust of the government for a combination of reasons. Uh, but you know, the big thing is, is like when you're functioning in that world, you'll string together facts and things that look like facts. Right. And so, you know, what, what like the, the, I've heard a lot of different competing conspiracy theories ranging from like the Sandy Hook massacre is a good one. That was, that was just yeah. completely staged and it never happened. Like, have you guys, have you guys heard these yeah. things? Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they've yeah, hired yeah. actors to come in. And, and they try to say that the same actors were in different it, it, um, tragedies. It, and, and it's super spooky because they have the, the news reel, right. From each one of these, but you can also see where, okay. Is, is this just staged with the lower <laughs> with the lower thirds? Like, you know, you, you can, you can drop that stuff in with paid actors yeah. and then all of a sudden create a story yeah. that doesn't exist. And, quite literally never existed so you have to know what the numbers were on that because here's what here's what's kind of confusing to me about sandy hook is think about other 
major events out there that have happened in yeah. the last five years. Like these people are very loud for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen any books come out by parents of a, of a Sandy Hook victim. I haven't seen any police officers or detectives or anybody come forward and say, I was, I was the, the lead guy on Sandy Hook and this is the real story or yada, yada, yada. Like it like happened and then disappeared. And that's well, weird. I, it, yeah, I mean, there, there was a, I want to say a, a few of the parents did something, but um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, that, that would be a hard one to fake for me. Yeah. I, I have a hard time That'd believing a that. One. That was, yeah. yes. Especially with little kids and th- that would be really, I, I think that would be too big. Now, something like the moon landing that long ago, could it be a possibility? Yes, yeah. because of the time that it was in yeah. and there's no internet or nothing got leaked. But you also got to think of the motive too. Like that was an extremely cheap way for us to bankrupt a competitor. Like if we're if we're just going to pretend, why not? And if we get caught, who cares at that point? It's like, yeah, we were trying to win the Cold War, or we're trying to win the arms race by making them spend money on fucking dumb shit like going to the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah. Which, which I don't think, I, I, I don't think that's out of the ordinary to say that that's, that's something that, that could have happened. Yeah, right. It's, uh, you, you know, it's just, it, it's interesting. So it's like, okay, well, if the United States or anybody came out and said, yes, this is true. What, what's going to happen? Like, <laughs> oh, but we, we hey. ended up going there like, we ended up going there like 10 years later anyway. Yeah. Like, wow, well, we did it to just, you know, bankrupt the Russians. Yeah. Yeah. And what's everybody say? Hey, oh, that's like, that's like, actually kind of cool. Most of most yeah. people that yeah. were involved in that are dead now. So. Yeah, <laughs> you know the, the the interesting thing is like this, you know, like these conspiracy theories that can can be basically it's just counter information operations or information operations in general, right? So who knows how or who can can construct the information to make something look like like. To be a child, you know, to be a pedophile is quite literally the worst thing on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for you to kind of construct the architecture information around someone to say that they're a pedophile by basically manipulating That's, information, yeah. dude, that can destroy a re- that can destroy an entire party. Just looking at kind of in general terms you can fucking destroy that is the only a thing, party that is the only thing that exists i think in character assassinations where no one takes a side everybody takes one there side. there's no debate yes. it's yeah. you know and, and and we've we've helped out something called operation underground rescue and railroad operation underground railroad, uh, railroad. that's railroad. right or rescue or and these guys are that's, you say- that's all they do is they hunt down child pedof- pedophiles internationally We've, you know, when I say we've supported them, like we've helped train a lot of the guys that deploy, um, ready man actually, you know, they've, they've been helping these guys out because they, they need all kinds of different assets. Uh, they have jump teams that, that take off and go overseas. They've got guys that are here that are doing collection on, on pedophiles just all the time. Before I met these guys, I had no idea these, these numbers are fucking astounding. Yeah. And, and the thing that is, 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 is it is it, it, it's it's a plague right i mean it's it's a fucking plague and there are hundreds of thousands of these dudes cruising around the united states and overseas and they have a way of communicating that's super off-grid because they know what they do is well i mean it's it's the most despicable act quite literally known to humanity and 
so they they circle in the depths of our society and and they find the places that they can kind of hide in the open. So to say there are pedophiles in the, you know, like quite literally in the government, just statistically speaking, who knows if that's true? You know what I mean? Who knows if that's true, if they're directly connected to some kind of underground trafficking, but it would not be a surprise to think that pedophiles would, would leverage their positions of power in some way and find other guys because that's what they do. They, they communicate in a clandestine capacity and they find other people like them. And so to say that they could be directly correlated or, or I shouldn't say correlated to, to, to tied to some type of position of power, that's not a stretch. Like it's, it's, there are pedophiles in the government and to say that they've yeah. communicated, those two things have happened at one, one point in time. And each one has power over the other. Statistically too. speaking, it's impossible for that not to have happened. And now whether or not the people or players associated with this story are 100% accurate, that's debatable. Yeah. So, do you listen to Alex Jones on a regular basis? By the way, uh, no, man. I you know I I just consume news. So like I'll if I see something with Infowars that I think is interesting because I look at Infowars a lot like um like the Drudge Report in some ways where you know you'll be able to look at something and maybe a story breaks in a, a smaller media outlet that, that won't get coverage in any of the, the main news outlet outlets. So if you're combing through looking for cool stories, even if it turns out to be bullshit, it's really interesting to read and say, oh, you know what? There might be some, there might be some facts here and it'll take you know, uh, probably an entire information cycle and some more journalists and some more investigation to pull the exact story out. But I look at Infowars a lot like that, where uh, some of their stuff is really good. Some of their stuff, I, they're kind of all over the map, you know, with, with some of their information. I like it. It's entertaining to me when I say that. It's, it's fucking entertaining, man. Like Alex Jones is an entertaining sure. character. Hey, uh, Ross, do you listen to, uh, to Joe Rogan a lot? Uh, uh, you know, I do. When, I, you, when I write, I usually write, write to music and, and keep something on in the background. Since he goes live almost every day, it's easy to pop on in the background. Uh, and it's it's interesting because it's, uh, you know, on that Alex Jones one, for example, um, they, Alex, you know, he, again, they were smoking weed, drinking whiskey. He outed Joe Rogan's numbers and Joe Rogan looked kind of shocked for a second. And, you know, he was just talking about the new media and the new world and what it is. Did you know that Joe Rogan, between video and audio, downloads just audio and his video feed, is at 90 million a week? Oh, uh, Alex. Well, that could, that, that Alex explains Jones, a lot. Yeah. Alex Jones is, is at 45, he said. Alex said he's at 45. And, you know, he was like, look, we are the new media. This is, this is the way it is. And I was like, holy shit. Um, I, it was super interesting, but yeah, I, I do listen to Joe did Rogan. You, yeah, uh, did you catch it, the Mike Baker episode nine oh seven? That guy from the CIA. No, no, that I one didn't. is good. How is that? Uh, I, you and Evan both need to listen to that one. That one's really good. It's really funny. They talk about Bergdahl too, like and uh, Chelsea Manning and shit like that. It's really? it's really funny. Like if you have if you have time, <clears> like if you want to kill something, like nine oh seven Mike Baker, like that dude's super smart. I don't know if you know him, Evan. Maybe. No, he's a American British former covert operations yes. officer. Uh, he has he's dual a founder. Citizenship. Yeah, he's a founder of an intelligence, a private intelligence organization. Super, super. He lives in Idaho. Yeah. Look at that, yeah. man. 
He talked about how much he loves Idaho and how oh, it's a, a, a kept secret. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. But that was People a really love good, Idaho. good episode. Like, really good episode. Like, that guy's an interesting dude. I'd love to meet him. There's a, there's a rich part of Idaho that a bunch of celebrities bought places in. You know what that is, Evan? Uh, there's two of them. You've got Haley or Sun Valley area. That's where... Haley, that's yeah. it. Haley, that's yeah. where like yeah. Schwarzenegger, all those guys. Like it, now, originally who Bruce Willis, but the original guy that moved up there was was Hemingway. He was one of the first guys that got a house up there. And Sun Valley was just basically a, a defunct, or yeah, I think it went bankrupt seven times trying Holy to get cow. it up off the ground. So when you had wow. celebrities in the 30s and 40s, led by well Hemingway, kind of made it cool. And eventually it, it, you know, it, it, it became up. really yeah. fucking cool. Oh, well, Bruce yeah. Willis, um, I worked for a contractor one summer between my junior and senior year in high school, and he had built most of those houses up yeah. there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, he was, it was, it was interesting because he would talk to these guys on a regular, on a regular basis because he's building these fucking homes that were like, you know, 20, 30,000 yeah. square feet and you know for an actor at that time to spend a few million dollars it wasn't irregular for them to be there right yeah he would say he'd always he would always talk about bruce willis how bruce willis basically owned a huge portion of haley idaho huge he owned a bar he'd play music oh yeah yeah and he'd always talk about how when him and demi were married bruce would come out and bum cigarettes off his carpenters because he wasn't supposed to be smoking so he'd like come down and be like, "Hey, give me a fucking smoke, dude. I'm not supposed to be smoking out here." And uh, that's funny. But I guess, like, he, you know, he had kind of the inside track on all these dudes. Like Steve Miller, he built the house for a Steve Miller band, and all these dudes. And he's like, "Man, Bruce Willis is like the single coolest dude ever." Like he'd be out there. That's what everybody says. He'd be out yeah. there talking to the guy laying sheetrock that, like, for an hour, you know, like about sheetrock, and the guy's like, "I, I got to get back to work, Bruce." Like. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you're cool, oh, okay. but I kind of need to do my you're job. You're cool, but you know, I mean, you're kind of paying me to hang sheetrock, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny, Evan? In the divorce, when he got mar- uh, divorced from Demi Moore, one of the houses that was in the divorce was an entire house built just for her dolls. She has a collection of dolls, oh, and he God. built like a fucking three thousand square foot house for her doll collection. Right. Wow. So yeah. that does not surprise what me. What is at it? All. A- what is it about Idaho that everybody loves? I've been to 43 states. I have not been to Idaho. Uh, you know, I, I always say this, like Idaho is the last, one of the last states, I, you know, Idaho, Wyoming, sections of Montana, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, some of those places. But Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, you still have real people there. And when I say that, it's like, you know, people that are really not ultra conservative or ultra liberal. You can just have a rational conversation with people that are like, hey, There'll be a farmer sitting next to the guy that drives truck sitting next to the attorney and everybody's sitting there talking about politics and not, not really talking about it in the sense of like, well, you know, if you're, if you're a conservative, you're, you know, you're a fucking wingnut or if you're a progressive, you're a wingnut. You've got these people that are just working, being Americans. And when I say that, you've got the urban areas that kind of condense and when they condense the population they start to condense and block out opinion but coming from a more rural area where things are a little bit slower people have more time to probably think because you know they have to like fix a fucking tractor and mend mend a fence every now and again you've got people that that really just care about their families and their communities and 
and then it's it's some of the most beautiful landscape in America once you get north. Uh, it was you know it's interesting because we we grew up in households or I grew up in households where you'd have Democrats Republicans. We had a like we had a huge you know Democrat house in the in in Idaho at one point, and really it's just kind of a healthy mixing pot of normal people that have kind of said, well, just chill out and, and live together. It's super chill. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's, it's a super, oh, super chill people with, you know, <clears throat> clean air, you know, beautiful mountains <clears throat> and, uh, and people aren't too fucking crazy. Like you get to LA. I mean, God, people just went fucking crazy in California. like, they went over the crazy <laughs> fucking ledge. <laughs> You know, yeah. and even down here in yeah. Utah, you've yeah. got you've got the opposite things where you got you know we got to be separated. Our walls and our bars have to be separating the liquor because evidently you know you're you're going to go to hell if you look at a fucking liquor bottle here. So Jesus, you know, I mean, you, the pendulum swings both ways, man. Yeah. Like I just like to land in the middle and just being rational. Like just think about shit. Cool. Uh. <laughs> all right well jared let's get to the drinking right, bro of the week it. it's that time my boyfriend anthony has seriously been incredible and he has been with me every step of the way i'm almost two years through school and half a little over two years left he's a veteran he has taught me so much about being a leader and what it means to take care of your guys and actually listen to them he's been there when i've cried because i couldn't understand the hisp- hypocrisy of people or when i didn't have enough confidence in myself he's made me realize that it's okay sometimes uh, to put yourself first and take time for yourself and just relax. He's helped me through losing who I thought was my best friend and shared with me one of my favorite quotes, travel with thy equals or thy betters. If there are none, travel alone. I've struggled very hard with being able to support myself and he's offered to help me pay my bills if I need it. He said we're in this together and has told me that he is proud of me. I haven't reached my main goal yet, but I do owe how far I've gotten so far to his support. I could go on and on, but I know you guys are so busy, so I thank you very much for taking the time to read this. It's an honor. I only hope I can be half the leader he is and you guys are. Thank you all for what you have done and continue to do. The world needs more badass people in it. Respectfully, Savannah Benedict. Damn. Wow. To, America. To, that was a nice one. An- Cheers. To Anthony. To Anthony. Anthony. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, well, Papa Taylor, do you, you enjoy sitting in with us today? Oh, yeah. Always an honor. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to all of them. He listens to all of them. Now he listens to this one live. Well, he didn't listen to 100, did he? <laughs> no. I did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I started and I said, I'm not going to go there. But even those first, first 35 or 40, I think we were pretty rough, too. I mean... <laughs> they were over the edge. They were over the edge for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, it's, it's not for the tender ear. It's not for the tender ear. I think that's for I think, sure. I think we're finally dialed in though now, Ross. You know, I think I think I think now we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Uh, this is we're we're oh, we're on at like episode one forty. Oh wow! Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Papa Taylor. Uh, for for daddy's little what is it daddy's little fat shack daddy's little fatty fatty fat shack daddy's little fatty just call me a fat <laughs> shack you're a fat shack when you open the shack door this is so fucking hot dogs. bullshit roly poly daddy's little fatty right, yeah daddy's little fatty I want something for, to make for, a song for Papa Taylor all right Ross oh, thanks thanks do. for having me please do. All right. You're welcome. Uh, for, for, for Daddy's Little Fatty, Matt Best, Evan Hafer, 
I am Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. We love you. Woo!